Hey Nick, how's it going? Yeah, very good, thanks Martin, how are you? Excellent, I'm pretty good, thanks, yeah. Looking forward to the Easter holidays? Yes, indeed. A few days off at least. Although we both just said we're going to probably be working on Friday anyway, <laughs> as normal. Yeah, well, I think I'll have to work tomorrow, the Friday, Good Friday, but um, other than that, it'll be three days off, so that's better than nothing. Yeah. But neither of us are very religious anyway, are they? So, Not uh, particularly, no. It's a free free holiday, really, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Should be going to church. I always forget about it, and I'd forgotten about it again this year. I just, you know, And it creeps up on you, and you think, ah, excellent, four-day weekend. And you think, oh, hang on a minute, I've got <laughs> lots to do in that time. Well, no, it's good, because uh, everybody else is off, so I won't be pestering you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it should be good. Yeah. I'm a bit worried, though, because the, the, obviously this kids' club stuff, it all the, there are holiday clubs running over Easter mm. on the system. There's loads of them. So um, that's a slight concern is what's going to happen if they get a problem over Easter. I'm going to have to be hell for leather on that. But mm. again, it doesn't start until Tuesday. So it's after the bank holidays. Yeah. That's all right. So we've had a bit of a gap between doing podcasts. We, we? have. have to apologize again. No, um, it's my fault. It my, uh, my dad passed away, didn't he? So. Well, yeah, it's not your fault. But so it's... Uh, sorry to hear that, by the way. Births and deaths are the, uh, the only excuses yeah. for not doing podcasts. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, you've had both of those this year, yeah. unfortunately. Well, fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. So he'd, he'd been poorly for a long time. So yeah. I'm like, I'm talking three to five years. So right. it wasn't unexpected. And uh, well, there's a sad event. It will uh, free up my mum and younger brother. He'd been helping kind of look after him full time. So right. what well, is uh, sad now than, uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to then otherwise? So yeah. Well, no, otherwise, I've just got to say, go Andy go, Barr go. did say that we'd, I'd missed a podcast once for golf, which I have to uh, refute that accusation. Hmm. Seems a bit unfair. I don't remember you ever missing it for golf. No, I know. Then. Like I said, births and deaths, and perhaps marriages. Yeah. Although you're married, you're married, aren't you? I'm already married. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yet. But <laughs> don't plan to do that again. No plans yet. Soon. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, haven't missed it for golf. In fact, we arrange it around golf, don't we? So Usually, yeah. If, uh, if I wanted to do golf on a Friday, we'll do it on a Thursday. So yeah, exactly. So there you go, Andy Barr. Where's, <laughs> where's your podcast? He's been threatening to do one. So until he, he should starts. do, he should do. I know. He keeps saying, "Oh, there's no good." Uh, no good uh, marketing and PR British podcasters. So You should start one. He has been threatening it. Yeah. But that's been going on for like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so what have you been up to? Well, mainly carrying on with the usual um, freelance project and the um, kids club stuff. I mean, the kids club stuff is, I'm touching wood here, but it's, it's getting better slowly but surely. It's a, the usual problem of firefighting, you know, between the things coming up on the kids club stuff and freelancing. Um, it's been mainly um, the so I've got the developer that's working on the, the the kids club stuff. So he's been doing a lot of the functionality, and he's been really good in getting stuff done. It, he's not great though at the whole UI making it look nice kind of thing and, mm. and usable. Um, so quite often I'll have to go in and check what he's done, make sure it all works properly. So I'll do some testing, and then I have to actually also do a lot of the tidying up of the UI. So. I maybe need to work on that um, and do something else. But the main issue has been we've been going through test on the freelance project. We've been going through testing, bug fixing, UAT, and it's actually going live to pilot today. Right. Um, so you can imagine that that is a fairly sporadic sorts of bits of work. You know, a mad panic when somebody finds a bug that they need fixing straight away and all that sort of stuff. And equally, it's been the same with the, the kids club stuff. They've been finding bugs and problems or misconfigurations. You know. Um, it's difficult because because I'm doing the 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 MVP thing where they're actually using the operational side of it and people are booking and it's kind of working. There are some things that come up there as well that don't work the way they expected. Um, 
but the configuration of it is done by me in the back end. So I'll get them mm. to fill in a spreadsheet with the clubs they want and the dates it runs and all that sort of stuff. And then I'll go and set it in. And then, for example, we had one thing where a lady had booked a day when the school wasn't running the club that day for an after school club. And it was because I hadn't had the information that it wasn't running on that day. So it wasn't really my fault. It wasn't there, for you, but it, and so you have to go in and fix that. And then it creates a problem because you've got to get back in touch with the customer. You've got to refund the money. It's things like that. There's, there's been quite a, quite a few things like that. Um, but we're edging closer because now it was, I was just doing it in SQL, you know, I was just loading everything in SQL or, or using a, a database seeder to, to load the spreadsheets, um, yeah. which was which is fine, but it's, it's very time consuming and involved a lot of testing. Whereas now we've got a lot of that stuff in the app. Right. So I can do it through the app. It's not customer facing ready, but it's enough for me to be able to do it. Um, quite quickly and I'm tweaking it as I go to, so hopefully in a week or two it'll be customer ready as well so yep. I feel like we're getting there slowly but surely although it's still pretty um, pretty manic yeah you have any chance to do any marketing stuff I've um, not really I've, I've basically got a single page website which is horrendous and needs a lot of work before I'm prepared to actually put it out there but um, I hope to do that sometime soon and then it just so at least there's something there with a sign up box saying get in touch with us yeah. um, because otherwise it's just going to drag on and it'll be middle of the year before I've got more than two customers you know yeah. <laughs> and it's not good um, it's great that I can feel it growing and getting better and you know they talk about product market fit and all that I can mm. see that we're getting to I don't know about product market fit because I've not got enough customers but I can see that what the customers I have got the functionality that's in there is purely what they need and it's good for what they need so that's improving all the time which is fantastic um i just need to get more customers on and that's the thing the time limiting factor Mm. Mm. Hmm. so what have you been up to then well voucher codes pro i can go over quickly um the last update was working on the beaches piece wasn't it i think oh yeah that's right uh, so that's actually done okay so uh it got lots of social shares from the people who've been involved in contributing their three favorite beaches across the world um but not too many links we only got three links where people kind of included on the media stroke i've been mentioned on page Mm. so just this week i've been going back through and if i can find on someone's site that they've got a a kind of i've been mentioned on type check out my work page and i'm just dropping an email going any chance i mention on here Mm. and that's i've gone i've not done many actually but uh happened to add one more link to the pile oh that's good and so literally just this morning i was just googled must visit beaches in incognito mode we're on page one now at number 10 so that's good so it's creeping up for that keyword which we don't really care about we're trying to pass the google rank juice through to the the retailer pages yeah i've not seen any improvement on those retailer pages yet but hopefully as more links feed in then mm. that will pass more more google juice through so to speak yeah, cool. um so that's good in terms of removing all those URLs from the index, that is slow as hell. <laughs> so it must have been eight weeks, maybe six weeks I started that process. Remind me what that was about. So we were cloaking all the affiliate URLs. Right, so that's People right, didn't know yeah. they were clicking on an affiliate link. Yeah. And even though that was blocked in robots.txt, Google still had them in the index. Right. But just said in the search results, this URL is blocked. Yeah. Um, and so I want to get all those URLs out. So they're now all... They're not blocked in robot. Uh, they were first of all just removed, and I thought I'll just add in a blank page because we're not linking through them anymore, and, and set it as no index. And hopefully that'll speed up the process of getting them removed from the index. 
But six to eight weeks later, only 500 of them have been removed out of oh. about four, out of 5,000, I think. Right. So it's a slow process. Um, literally just today, out of desperation, I've tried... They have a in Webmaster Tools as a temporary URL removal tool. Oh, okay. So I've tried adding it, <clears throat> the directory in there, to see if that will make a difference. Um, oh. So I just want to really want to see if this test of removing those URLs makes any difference really, yeah, rather yeah. than having to wait for the rest of the year for them to <laughs> and it just shows how long URLs stay around in Google for even when you mark them as no index and stuff mm. um, Google seems to be quite quick at indexing new content but when you want content removed mm. it's slow as anything which if you've got under related type issues then yeah and that's a pain so it's difficult we'll see and it's, it's interesting as on the the index status graph in Webmaster Tools, as you see it slowly going down, we can slowly see the search traffic going up, which is good, but mm. it is ever so slowly as it's taken so long to do. Mm. So whether it's an actual cause of that happening, I don't yeah. know yet. So have you noticed there's been a lot of talk recently about the way Google have moved the ads and they've changed mm. the layout so that rather than the ads being on the right-hand side now in a block, they're actually all above the organic search results. And yeah. so... Lots of people have been saying that they they can maybe see one organic search result in the above the fold in the normal searches. It hasn't affected us because of people can't brand bid for keyword uh, right. retailers in us, yeah. so it hasn't affected us directly. But yeah, it's a it's an ongoing problem, isn't it? The more mm. Google get into because Google actually have affiliate links for hotels and stuff like that, their own affiliate links in yeah. search results and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, this is it. I mean, some of the stuff's been talking about. You've got the the things where they screen scrape websites for information so you get a panel on the right hand side with information about the thing you're searching for you get yeah. all the ads down there as well and then like you say you've got the google shopping stuff and the other google's affiliate stuff popping up as well it's mm. it's getting really difficult to to get the, the wheat from the chaff as they it's say. a difficult balance right because google will say well we're giving people what they want yeah and they can probably demonstrate that by click results and so on and where people are looking at on the screen and clicking on the screen yeah but from the people producing the contents point of view you know, it's not helping. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, it is very difficult. And um, you know, if you're if you're one of those web pages that's been scraped to put the information in in the right hand block, there you don't get anything from that. Yeah, that's right. You know, um, which is seems a bit odd. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the answer is there. I guess it's a mix of very sort of long tail sort of stuff where there aren't going to be many ads mm. and advertising. Maybe. Yeah, or look at other channels. Again, from a user perspective, Google will say, "Well, if you're just googling for a quick thing like what date did this happen on, mm. and it scrapes the bit from the Wikipedia page and puts it up there, that's your answer quest a uh, question answered. Sorry, yeah, without having to click through to another link, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so the user experience for that example is better, mm. but like you say, it doesn't necessarily help Wikipedia. But is it a good thing for Wikipedia for you to click on their link and then having to scroll through a page just to find a date that something in particular happened? Mm. Yeah. It's arguable, isn't it? <laughs> but it's <clears throat> but it's the problem I have with it, which is that Google is using your content as its own. Mm. You know, um, so in that instance, is somebody's put a lot of effort into creating an article on Wikipedia. And Google have just completely misused that by ripping out stuff and sticking it in their own site. So people think Google have given them the answer, not yeah. this other thing, which yeah. is wrong, you know, <coughs> morally wrong, I think. But I can see, you know, from Google's point of view, it's, it's good. And from the consumer's point of view, they get their answer. But um, it's, it's slightly dodgy. I swear that because their whole motto thing was uh, 
do no evil, wasn't mm. it? Something like that. You have to be pretty bad to be evil, though. And that, yeah, that's the, that's the thing people are saying. And from the user perspective, they're not doing any evil because it's helping the user out, the user out by giving them the answer quicker, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not helping out the publisher, like you say. No, no. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving on. So the 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 news I have, I guess, is. This is going to sound, I know, ridiculous. I sound so good myself <laughs> saying it. But I guess when we started the podcast, we had our original two projects, didn't we? Mine was yes. kind of the golf-related one, and yours That's was right. the data, yeah, yeah, joined-up data thing. And so I'm going back to the golf project. <laughs> Excellent. We've come it's taken me circle. 13, 14 months or whatever to go full circle again. Um, and it really happened because, uh, well, first of all, I've spent nine months working on Gareth's site and stuff. And I think I've learned a lot from that. Yeah, nine months of doing that yeah, and being paid to do it so trying to deliver a service type thing um, to kind of realise what golf professionals need help with mm. where things are lacking in the moment in terms of what's available in the market um, so that's been a big learning the second thing was I did his assistant professional who's currently training I did his site for free um, and so Gareth has taken on another professional trainee and so I said I'd offered to do his site for free. Mm. And so Alex's site, the first one I did in WordPress, I just downloaded a th- it. Looking back on it, it's quite bad and embarrassing. It was just a crappy theme and just mm. put some content in it and stuff. And just the thought of doing that process again for Lewis, of just finding a better theme, but then again figuring out how all the bits fit together and stuff. Yeah. But basically what is, you know, the same six or seven pages that they're going to have on the site. Yeah. I was like, well, I can just build a more templated thing to do this where I know the pages that golf professionals need on their site now mm. and the content they're going to have and, and the kind of bits and pieces. And, you know, just it will make it easier for me to do Lewis's site. Mm. It will make Alex's site better. And then it's something I can offer to other golf professionals yeah, then. Definitely. Um, I think that's a good plan because one of the things that I see a lot with small businesses in particular, and these guys are small businesses or, you know, in that category, is um, they see WordPress and they crap themselves because mm. they don't get it and it's complicated and they need training. And then you've got to to get the look that you want and stuff. You need all sorts of plugins and short codes, and yep. and people just balk at it and and don't want to spend the time to get to know it and learn it and all the rest of it. And it's a real problem. It's all right for people like us who are fairly techy. You can get in mm. there, and, and it's great for a sales site because you've got loads of functionality with all the plugins. But if for those people that small businesses, and once they've got the plugins they need installed, you know, once they've got the thing they need in in terms of a website. They just want to update the content. They don't want to be yeah. messing about with all this other stuff. So yeah. I think that you know, I don't. I think that's a good plan. So there's there's that side which is doing their just their public facing website, and then there's the, the thing around the booking stuff as well. Mm. So still with Gareth working, been working with him for nine months. He doesn't. He has a paper diary still for managing bookings and mm. stuff. And if you want to organise a book a lesson, it's if it's by email, it's backwards and forwards by email to try and find out a time that works for both of you. Mm. Um, so there are a couple of tools from doing a bit of research that do do this type of system for golf professionals and other professions, but they don't offer the integrated website and booking thing all in one. Right. And so I'm kind of thinking, well, I can get people in with, you know, a cheap offering of a website and then the booking thing will be a bolt-on thing that they can pay an extra for. Mm. Then there's a whole CRM type thing of managing your clients and putting notes in and videos and images and stuff to help them with their golf. Yeah. That's another bolt-on thing that people yep. can pay for if they wish so so yeah quite excited about it actually no it sounds good yeah so i've set some interesting goals and uh 
targets for it so yeah. we'll see how they go but have you convinced <coughs> gareth to use a booking online booking system though no so i haven't told him i'm working on it yet so right. the, the first goal is to get alex and lewis's site live on it mm. by the end of this month so this is going to be nice because i can actually set some accountability goals for for this as well excellent so we'll have something to discuss each week or a couple of weeks on the podcast about how that's going but i set the ambitious target of having 100 paying customers by the end of the year that's the same same as me. So, so there, there you go. So <clears throat> we're having a challenge. Maybe we should put some money on it, actually. I'm, well, I'm failing already. Come on. But <laughs> so at the end of the month, uh, my my goal How, is... How's about... Okay, I'll, I'll take you off on that challenge then. All right. Um, what, I don't know what... We'll have to define the, the criteria, but we, I'll buy you or you buy me. Whoever, whoever loses buys dinner at the steakhouse in Reading. Okay, sounds good. In December or January, probably, actually. Right. Well, you've got to have 100 signed up paying customers by the 31st of okay. December. Okay, so, so if we've both got that, then we'll split the bill. Otherwise, yeah. we'll, um, the, the loser pays. Yes, sounds good. Okay. I shouldn't have done that. That's never going to happen, but there we go. Come on, go. you've got something you've got. Positivity, uh, yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so by the end of the, by the next podcast, I will have Alex and Lewis's site set up and running and the kind of marketing site set up and running. And so it's, there's no customers for the end of March, I think I've so I've set this out. So by the end of April, I've got our five paying customers, which is quite a stretch. Mm. So we'll see. So you're going to ramp up pretty quickly then. Pretty much, yeah. So I was going for ten in the first quarter, and then um, ramping that up pretty quickly from mm. there. And I've, I'm nowhere near that. Um, so yeah, so I've I've had. Sorry, I'm going to. No, no, no. What, what else? It. So yeah, I had targets like that, but um, I think I can't remember last time I had couple of customers in the pipeline and so one signed up basically and said yeah I want it and so we've got to the point of I'm just waiting for him to sign up with Stripe so we can integrate it the payments mm. and that was Friday last week which is almost a week ago and I've sent him a couple of emails this week and he's gone quiet on me right so I'm worried that he's, phone. yeah I've not got his phone number <laughs> um, <clears throat> we've spoken on Skype though so I could Skype him actually yeah but anyway um, yeah, I think, I don't know whether he's got scared off with Stripe or what's happened, so I need to get in touch with him and find out what's happening there. But he's he's he was 95, 99%. Mm. Basically, definitely, I want to do it and all the rest of it. Um, another one, which is a local after-school club, definitely still want to do it, but they're in a bit of turmoil at the moment with people changing roles and stuff, so they they're, they're, that's on hold again. Um, and then there's another one which is promising again and they're looking to go live end of April um, there's a couple of problems to sort out with that but hopefully that'll go so I you know I think still got those three that are pretty pretty good yeah uh, I need to start finding some more I think for me the way to go now is to try and find some people that just run single clubs because the functionality that's in there now works fine for them and yeah. it will not be a problem and I'm confident in in it it's the people like customer number two which I've got which have got loads of clubs and that's creating all the work because mm. they've got so many sort of different types of configurations and so many different scenarios that that's creating a lot of a lot of the support work um, yeah so interestingly so with the golf professionals and stuff there are people that run academies so they'll have their own brand like Nick Swan Golf and they'll employ like five professionals and yeah. stuff I'm not going after those guys to start with yeah. just, you know trying to manage all of that yeah, I think the code to that. So I'm just literally going to go after the single. Mm. single in retrospect, I, I it's hard to say. So this this customer number two is big and it's creating a lot of work. But 
I can see the quality of the product improving every week because of the stuff that we're implementing for them. And I can mm. see other people are going to need that as well. The worry is that it's creating so much work, it's delaying me getting new customers because I'm, yeah. I haven't got the time. So it's a real trade-off. But I guess when it comes to the point of where I am happy enough to just roll it out and say customers can sign up online and stuff like that, that's got way off yet. But I'll be very confident in the functionality. So that's good. It's just, I don't know, chicken and egg, I suppose. But yeah. yeah. Cool. So I'm excited about that. Cool. Excellent. No, that sounds great. I'm, that's really good because we've both got some uh, real sort of hard things to work on. I'm going to so. beat you. Yeah. <laughs> want my steak paid for. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's me done in terms of uh, projects and stuff. Yeah. The only th- other thing for me is um, one of the, a lot of the support issues coming through on the Kids Club stuff are that, so the end customers, the people that are actually making the bookings for their kids. So I, I spent quite a bit of time trying to get the user interface as good as possible. It's horrible in many ways. I don't like it. Um, because it could, I know it could be much better. But I've tried to simplify the complexity, so take the complexity away from the parents, so they can do things with as few clicks as possible, and all that sort of, you know, that sort of thing. But in doing that, you kind of make use of some modern UI concepts as mm. well as um, as to, you know to make things easier. And I think we're getting to the point of some customers and customers don't get it and, and find it difficult. Others love it. So I've had feedback from end customers saying, oh, this new booking process is fantastic, brilliant, really simple. And then other people saying, I can't go past this stage. What do I need to do? Mm. Um, so I've got a real UI UX type issue at the moment is that I want to tidy it up to make it look better full stop and make it more, um, make it nicer. But I also need to somehow make it so that it's easy for everybody to use as yeah. well as simple. It's a real dilemma and um, I don't know what to do about it. I'm thinking about hiring a UX designer, but it's <clears throat> money and I can't really afford to spend that much more money on it at the moment. Yeah, so I think um, I'm going to come across the same issue as you, or I had almost like that same issue of, li- of thinking about how to code it as much as anything else, like the design stuff was holding me back on doing the booking system yeah. type thing. And so, you know, we know how to use Google Calendar, don't we? We've been able to add our own appointments in. And so my vision of like how the golf you'd book a lesson when you're a golf professional is it would just show you a Google calendar of the available slots type view yeah. and you pick what you want. But then, because you said the, a few weeks ago to me, you know, people are struggling with a date time picker yeah. type thing. I had to change it to be three, um, three drop down boxes with the days, the month and the year. Yeah. Otherwise and so what's made me say, well, I can actually go and do this booking system and build something quite quicker rather than having to recreate a Google calendar type view is something like that. I've just having a day and then like five buttons of saying, 1pm, 3pm, 5pm, and yeah. you just click which one you want rather than creating your own type of appointment thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so... I think that if there's one thing I would do if I could go back, it would be make it mm, as simple as possible and perhaps think less about using modern UI sort of controls and things to yeah. make it simple, to make it uh, quicker and concentrate more on it being really simple. Because even if you think about it, like a, trying to do a drag and drop calendar event on a phone or a tablet is difficult isn't it because you haven't got a mouse yeah drop is is hard that's another problem we're having is if you imagine you're trying to book a after school club or a holiday club for a week then it's great on the desktop because you can just show monday to friday and and the boxes that they select the stuff in but on on a phone yeah they have to scroll across because there's only way we could do it to make it well it's not the only way there's lots of ways but 
the, the best way we could make it work is just having a table that they can scroll across on their phone, which is horrible. It works, mm. but it's horrible. Need to work on that as well. So, <laughs> thoughts to do. Exciting. Any stuff to mention? Um, a couple of things. Um, first one is a bit of running stuff. Yep. So, the half marathon's coming up. Are you, still, are you back running again? Uh, I was until the family stuff happened. Yeah. Um, so, that's been put on hold. Yeah. But I'm starting with personal training this afternoon. Actually. Oh, excellent. Interesting. So. Good. Yeah. No, so I ran, I ran the local 10K on Sunday thinking I haven't done enough training this year because of all the work and stuff but I ran it and I took over a minute off my time from last year unbelievable I don't know it's just I I think I've lost a bit of weight this year and so that's probably putting it down to that because I've definitely not done enough training and uh, the the best thing I was most proud of was I came 23rd out of 153 good which I thought was I just believe it when I saw that I was more happy with that than the time so we've got the half marathon on the 3rd of April I, I did my last long run yesterday 11 miles yesterday that was a killer but um, so it's I'm like feeling now a week now, and a half way isn't it huh it's a week and a half way it's a week on Sunday though, yeah week anyway. on Sunday so I thought I'll get it done now because to be honest yesterday was the only chance I had to do it mm. really because um, it's like an hour and a half of, of running you know um, yeah so that's done and so now I can sort of taper off ready for the for the half marathon, I think it. I was worried about not having done a long run, so now I've got eleven miles under my belt. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty happy that I'll be fine. You're a season pro now, Martin. I don't know about season pro. Definitely, it still <clears> hurts. <throat> but um, Rio's, uh, Rio's still it. in sight. Maybe if uh, get your act together, uh, <laughs> Mo Farah might pull out. There'd be a space available. Yeah, right. <laughs> to be able to run that quick, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, but any, uh, the only thing I got to mention is I've been listening to Zig Ziglar's uh, audio books. Have you? Yeah, so I listened to the Miracle Morning. I think I mentioned that last time. Yeah, and uh, I thought oh, I'll try another couple of audio books while I'm walking, doing my lunchtime walk, and uh, and so on. So yeah, I've been listening to Zig Ziglar. They're actually presentations, like live recorded presentations, rather right. than audio books. Well, they're, they're still on Audible, um, and they're good actually. They're long. They're like six, seven hours. There's three of them, I think, three volumes. Wow. They're six or seven hours each. But it's, it is funny. His stories are funny. Yeah. He's a so he is a religious person, and so you can kind of get some of his, you know, preacher. The way right. he talks is quite not preachery, but you know, when you listen to some of the preacher stuff, yeah, yeah, the way they mean, tell yeah. their stories and stuff like that, he sounds like a preacher, but he's not preaching. If that makes yeah, sense, yeah, yeah. Um, but his stories are funny. <laughs> it's worth listening to just for his stories and the way the way he tells his stories and stuff like that. It, you know, if you do presentations and stuff like that, it'd be good to. Uh, He'd certainly be a good person to listen to. Mm. But yeah, I highly recommend them. They're good. Is it, are you learning stuff from it? Um, I guess it's got me perhaps a bit more motivated in terms of goals and going through and setting goals for Golf IO and, and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, definitely say it's... Yeah, uh, yeah that's good. It's helped. It's good. Pick me up. Good. The other thing that I noticed was um, they've set the dates for MicroConf EU. Right. It's the end of July, beginning of August. So I'm probably going to go as long as I can get a ticket. Yep. I think we were going to do the same as last time. I thought they were on sale, aren't they, already? I think it was save the date. Right, okay. I haven't seen anything saying they're on sale. I hope not anyway, because I probably missed out if they are. But um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. It's in Barcelona again. Um, That'll be great. Um, Yeah, so that's cool. Awesome. All right then. So I've set my progress goals. I won't put you under pressure of picking some out of the air now, but uh, by two weeks' time, I'll have those two sites up and running and the marketing site up and running for... Oh, right. And then next week you can, uh, or next time you can 
set some progress set goals. Some progress we go, goals get back myself, to that yeah. accountability. Yes, that's not a bad plan, actually. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, touching wood, that I'm going to come through this mad firefighting, not being able to do anything that I planned. Um, so, yeah, hopefully by next time I'll be able to start putting some goals in place. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent. All, All right. right. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye.